Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. Okay, we had been discussing chapter 18, Moksha Sanyasi Yoga, liberation through renunciation. The main theme of the chapter is renouncing actions, either by sannyasa or a tyaga. And obviously we have discussed what is sannyasa, what is tyaga, tyaga is karma fala tyaga, Sannyasa is giving up the desire-prompted actions. The last verse we have discussed says that every action has a result, whether it is ista, anista, or amishra. Now that's quite obvious, but it says that it is only applicable to atyagi. We know that every action we perform will have a result, sometimes a conducive, sometimes a not conducive, and sometimes it is somewhere in between, and this is how we live our life, buffeted by something which we like, something we don't like, something we can't even figure out, whether it's good for us or not. And Bhagavan says, because you are atyagi, you are not given up the karma phala, because you are an expectation you had something to gauge against. This was my expectation. This is the result. So now I gauge against my expectation whether the result is good or bad. By itself, the result is just result. By myself, am I a tall guy or a short guy? I'm just who I am. Compared to someone, I'm short. And compared to someone, I may be tall. So with my expectations, the result may be Easter. Anista or Mishra. And that's because my preconceived gauge for the result. The Bhagavan says only for the atyagi, not for the tyagi, one who has already given up the karma phala. In other words, he does not have any gauge to gauge what the result is. He just accepts it as is. We don't walk out and say, why the day is like this? It is what it is. But if we were too involved in weather forecasting and predicting, then we'll say, well, historically, today should be less than 70 degree, and now it is 75, so it's above average. So as long as we didn't have any gauge in our mind, everything we accept as is. But once we have fixed a gauge in our mind, things either become conducive, non-conducive, or somewhere in between. This is the statement of fact. Only for the atyagi, in other words, one who has this gauge in his mind what is good or bad, for him the world is good or bad. For a tyagi, the world is as it is. But if to know this, I also should know what karma is all about. What do you consider a karma? So the next three verses define karma in its technical term. 
it says panchetani mahabaho karanani nibodhame i will tell you the five causes of actions any action will require five constituent parts there is always a cause effect relationship in everything in our relative world we've talked about the classical cause and effect of efficient cause and a material cause a table in this room cannot exist unless the two causes are present right there one is the efficient cause someone who knew how to make this table that's the efficient cause and the material cause is that someone also had the material to make this table so the very fact that i'm seeing the table i come to the conclusion these two causes are existent and therefore the table exists same way bhagwan says action only exists if there are five constituent parts of the action or the causes five causes for the actions are in existence you remove one and the action disappears there is no action so it says sankhe krutante proktani siddhaye sarvakarmanam these five causes are described by sankhyas say nothing my own bhagwan said sankhya philosophy describes the five causes for actions and swami ji has elaborate discussion on that that the actually the sankhya book as a separate document does not exist anymore neither do we have any discussion of this five causes in a sankhyan philosophy as we know today so say maybe bhagavad gita was indicating the vedanta the upanishads as the derivative of the sankhyan philosophy but whatever the the source of this discussion basically it falls in line with the discussion in bhagavad gita as we have seen that everything has its constituent parts and if you remove the one constituent part the thing or being or action cannot exist so he said sankhe krutante proktani krutante it the it ends the action to end the action you need to take the one of this out the knowledge of vedanta the knowledge of the self will end this actions the chapter is titled liberation through renunciation renunciation we are talking about the actions if we end the actions we will be liberated we are bound by our own actions with the good bad or in between but if there are no actions performed by me i am liberated some controversy going on in your community in your town this is why i was not part of it i was actually out of town that weekend you are done you are not participant in that you are missing your presence is required to participate in that controversy but you are not there so bhagwan said if you remove all the actions you are liberated as a living being i cannot be completely without actions but if i understand actions and then remove one constituent part of the cause for their action then the action will be gone therefore he says sankhe krutante proktani siddhaye sarvakarmanam to accomplish any actions there are five causes required sankhya described that to end the action and the next verse obviously 
describe those five constituent causes for every action. Adhisthanam, the first one is the seat of action. The body, you require a body to perform any action. That's where we have all these ghost stories. He died because of the violent death and he wanted to take revenge, but he is a ghost, he cannot. So he's entering somebody's body to take the revenge because the ghost requires a body. At least that's a theory. So, Adhisthanam, for any action, a body is required. Without a body, there is no action. Adhisthanam tatha karta. Karta, the doer. In dream, I do perform actions. But I am not responsible for it. Why? The body is missing. There is no awareness of this body in my dream. I, the karta, is present. I am the doer. The dreamer is present. Whatever I am doing in my dream, I am the doer. But the action does not take place. Why? The body is missing. There is no identification with this body in my dream. So, adhisthanam, the body, karta, the doer. Karanam, also need equipment. Neil, we have to fix this door here. He said, yeah, but we don't have a screwdriver in the office. We don't keep any instrument. I'm willing to do it. I know how to fix it. But I don't have a screwdriver, so I can't do it. I need the instrument, equipment. So, karanam. Chaprusak vidham. Many of them. Why describe one, two, and many? <laughs> So why go through all of them? Pusak with them, different types. We know what the five senses of perception. Without me seeing, me hearing, there is no action is going to take place. If my five senses of perception are not there, there is no action taking place. Those are my equipment to transact with this world, which creates my action and then the reaction from the world, and I react to that react, and the cycle continues. So. Karanam cha prutak vidam, vividhas cha prutak chestaha, vividaha chestaha, all this physiological function. Chesta means activity. Those activities which are going on within this body, in reacting to the sense perceptions or sensory transactions. So, in simplified manner, Swamiji says you can take these actions of organs. So, sense organs organs of actions, body, and the doer. The doer is the ego. As long as I have the sense the I am the doer, the enjoyer, the sufferer, the action takes place. You remove me and it won't be there. So therefore I say the action does take place in, in uh, dream because doer is there. I am this enjoyer of the dream or sufferer of the dream is there, but the adhisthanam is not there nor are the other sense organs or uh, organs of actions are taking part into it. Therefore, nobody can blame me for what I did in my dream, or I can take any credit for it. But the fifth one is Daivam. Now, this is always somewhat controversial in our understanding or discussion. What is Daivam? And Swamiji here basically says they are the deities of the sense perception. Those deities are nothing but the five great elements. Each element supports one of my senses. For example, the eye, the presiding deity is fire, light. Without the light, there is no 
vision. For ear it is space. There is no space, there is no sound. So these are the elemental support for my senses to function in it. So without them also this does not exist. So the five senses, five organs of actions, and their presiding deity means the environment which it requires to function in it, with the doer and the body, constitute action. All these five, when come together in an appropriate manner, an action takes place. So now at least we know that what is action and what is inaction. Inaction, if one of them is missing, action is not taking place, even though it seems like I'm acting. In the last verse, this continues that thought and says, Sharir vak manobihi yat karma prarabhate naraha nyayam va viparitam va panchete tashahetavaha. Once again, making sure that we understood that no action can ever take place, no matter what type of action it is. First is Sharir Vakamana. Either the action is taken by the body or by the speech or even by the mind. Whatever action a person initiates, Prarabhatenaraha, initiates, Nyayam Va Viparitam Va, whether it is good or bad, right? or wrong. Nyayam, viparitam, opposite. Whether it is the right action or wrong action. Even for the wrong actions, you require all five of them. Robbery, murder, even that requires, even though it is viparitam to our law of the country or law of our society, it still requires, Bhagavan says, those five are definitely required. Now, what is the purpose of all this discussion? The discussion will come in the following words. Right now, what I'm trying to liberate whom? Myself. Whole purpose of this discussion is to liberate the self, which is now feel confined in these limitations. And I want to liberate by renouncing actions. But unless I understand what actions are all about, I won't be able to renounce them. Now that I understood, Nyayam Viparitam Va, all actions have five causes. And one of the causes is the doer, the enjoyer, is part of it. Without that, no body will function, no sense organs will function, because it's the propeller. But that ego and the self I'm trying to liberate is that one and the same, is the purpose for this discussion. With that, stop here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo